This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, I just kind of got to get this out of my system, because, again, I've been watching stuff about how to make an adventure, and I got a confession to make. I've been doing this on and off for 40 years, gaming. And a decent amount of time of that has been GMing. And I've GMed my own stuff along with modules. But, you know, I give all this advice about how to do, what to do in an adventure, how to pace, how to think, things like that. And you know what? Every time, for me, it's a new experience because every time it goes a little differently. Sometimes I follow the advice I give you. Sometimes I just feel like, okay, I got a great idea. How do I do it? Or if it's a sandbox, okay, I need X amount of hooks, story hooks, things like that. You know, I've used the clock. I've used the three-act structure. I've, you know, all that stuff. But it's still, I have to, you know, kind of adapt and play it by ear. I mean, I've got some great guidelines there, and it gets the job done. I'm always there when I need to be. But it's just, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not really trying to give you guys a bum steer, but I don't want to lead you wrong. That's what I'm saying. And I think most of my the advice I give you is good advice because it, you know, it works for me. It's been, it has worked for me, but I've got like three or four ways to do it. It's like when I wanted to do a comic book or I want to do a comic strip, more like comic book. You know, I always ask people, how do you write a comic book? And nobody could tell me because it seems each writer or cartoonist does it differently. It, they may have a script, they may have some outlines, they may have done roughs, you know. And, you know, and I always like, what's the format for writing it if you write it? Well, you just got to sort of tell the story and this and that. And they don't give you concrete advice. They don't give you concrete. I, it's probably my fault because I'm the kind of person who I'm a, I, ha, I tend to be a follower unless I'm creating something on my own. I tend to be a, um, 
and, and this is why I don't do very good in, in the workforce is because I'm the guy who says, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And it just, it's, people can't always tell you that. It's, it's, it's weird because I'm always looking for someone to point me in a direction. But anyway, that's, yeah, I don't want to turn this into a therapy session. So what I'm saying is all the advice I'm giving you, I try to give you, you know, the best advice I can give you. Um, now, this isn't, I'm try, not, trying not to turn this into an apology or an apologist thing. But I just see people just struggle with the same thing because everybody has their way of doing it. It's one of those, it's kind of like if you're trying to lose weight, not every diet will work for you. You've got to find one that works for you because no diet will work with two, um, two different people. They may have, you know, like Weight Watchers may work or Atkins or something like that, but it doesn't work for everybody. So you got to find out what works for you. And that's what I'm telling you. And I th always thought about, I thought about adventures today too. And what it's like to, to write or come up with an adventure. I've told you a lot of stuff on this channel. There's a lot of episodes about it. But, you know, and story hooks. Story hooks to me are important. And what I've seen, I saw a guy who was talking about how to be an adventure. And I think there's this know your role and he's basically I just challenge the players and they write the story well yes they do they help you write the story but you've got to come up see what I wanted to tell him is that's great and that's what I want to do and I believe in that but I do want some kind of cohesive thing that I can follow see the whole point of prep is prepping you not the game you're prepping you to run it when you get to the table the players add their input and they help you run it. Because what you're doing is prepping your mind and have notes there to trigger your mind to, to do the story. And then they add their input, and if they do something you don't expect, then that triggers you to start thinking about what's this, how's this going to work. And story hooks are a lot, a lot of it for me, especially for sandbox games. Think of it this way. Here's the way the world works that I that I see. A, a, a game world, even the real world, I think. All these story hooks, each story hook is like a little engine running in that in that world. And the engine's gonna go where it wants to go. Because these people have other these people have plans, these things are gonna happen. And each one is a little engine. And if they if the players want to hook on to an engine, they're, you know, they're going to go along and put have their input, and that's an adventure. The other engines are still going. So you got to decide after they're done or where, whatever what's going on now. You know, because like I said, situations are still happening. Things will be resolved. Things will start. Things, you know, you know what I'm saying. So think about, that, about it that way. A world with a whole bunch of little engines. That's a good way to think about it. Anyway, talked enough. Gonna go start my day. I'm babbled enough. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. It would probably help me get into therapy. And if you want a single, you want to do a single donation, go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com/oldmangrognard. I'd like to thank these people who help me, help me with it every week. 
Jonathan Dorsey Wendell Jessen, Oliver Street, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, Aaron, Michael Tompkins, Randy Nichols, and Joe Harden. Thank you, guys. I so appreciate it. If you want to hear some good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin Rogers, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Kevin Rogers, where did I get that? Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton at the Bandits Key Podcast, Randy and Joe over at Biggest Geekus, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chats. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>